You are listening to Forward, a podcast of island readers and writers. This is your host, Taylor Mace. I'm here today with our director of school programs, Allison Johnson. She reads more children's books than anyone I know and absolutely loves them. And we're going to talk today about some of the picture books that she read and recommended for this summer's book list, which you can find on our website. Allison, how are you? I'm great, Taylor. Thanks for having me on today. Well, thanks for joining me. I, of course, used to see Allison in person every day, but now we meet over Zoom, so I'm happy to talk to her today. Um, Allison, let's, can we talk about um, the picture books you read? The first one that comes to my mind, just because the it grabs me when I look at the at the book list is The Proudest Blue. Yeah, that was a gorgeous um, picture book. Um, It's The Proudest Blue, a story of hijab and family. And I am not gonna attempt to pronounce the author's um, name because I would probably um, really hack it. Um, but it's good for um, preschool through like grade three or even on up just because it's one of those gorgeous books. Um, It's really a celebration, um, an empowering story of a young girl's first day wearing her hijab Um, and just all that comes with that, with the social pressures and her little sister who looks up to her. Um, And there's lots of questions that come with wearing a hijab from those who are curious or those who might have preconceived ideas. Um, And, you know, she faces some ridicule, um, but nothing is going to interfere with this young girl's pride in her tradition. It's a really sweet story um, that I think all ages really could enjoy. It is a beautiful book and the cover is really striking blue. Yeah, and I love how that blue of her hijab flows down into the ocean and there's a little paper boat and a little girl sailing along in that blue boat and her, her expression on the um, cover there is fierce. You know, she's strong and she's proud and she's got the whole strength of the ocean behind her. And it's really beautifully done. And we'll talk about illustrations here in a minute. The next one you recommended is Truman. And this sounds like a fun little story as well. This is another one for the um, preschool through grade three age group. And it's great for going back to school um, for kids who might feel uh, nervous about um, heading off. Uh, So this is Sarah, a little girl who has uh, those anxious feelings and she's got a, a pet turtle. And so as she's 
facing her fears at the same time. It's kind of this dual story. Um, the turtle is escaping from his little habitat. Um, and there's just great words used throughout the book, like pensive, shrieking, unsettling, really great vocabulary words that um, sometimes aren't included in picture books for their very young, but I love it when they do um, because it's a great way for kids to learn new vocabulary. Um, and it's also a counting book in disguise. So it's, it's very well done. You don't think of it as a counting book, but you'll notice that there are seven green beans in Truman's dish, for example. So it's a lot of fun. I really enjoyed this one. It sounds like it's fun, but also with multiple layers that you're probably not even realizing that you're getting. Yeah, that's exactly right. They, they layered a lot in, into this. Um, and it's just sweet. It's like, uh, it kind of brings you back in time, that kind of a story. Very quiet, but uh, informative um, and soothing, I think. It's a soothing read for, for little kids. And then we have a graphic novel that Allison loved that is for older children. This book, Cub, by Cynthia L. Copeland, um, who is a very prolific author. This is, I loved this graphic novel. Um, I loved it for so many reasons. It's an autobiographical account um, about Cindy growing up. And um, it was in the 70s, so that was kind of fun for me um, because I grew up in the 70s. Uh, she was an aspiring writer and artist, and um, her teacher takes her under her wing and sets her up with a local journalist who ends up mentoring her. And so she becomes a cub reporter, hence the title for a regional paper. And so she gets these assignments and I laughed, I laughed so many places in this because one, the outfits that they're wearing are, you know, the flared jeans and the peace signs and there's so much going on um, during this time period that actually is quite relevant to the things we are talking about today. There's bullying, a nation in conflict, there's women's rights, um, so there's lots of ways for kids and adults to um, connect and identify with elements in the story. Um, they, she gets sent off, one of her first writing assignments was to cover a school board meeting. And, you know, she's all excited and she's taking good notes and she um, ends up just hearing blah, 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 because it, as everybody <laughs> knows who's ever attended a school board meeting, they can tend to go on for a long period of time. And to a 12-year-old girl, it's not the most exciting thing in the world. So it's got a lot of humor. But what I really liked about it is because she is, you know, this cub reporter learning journalism, there, uh, um, there are samples of the writing that she's doing and her mentor teacher is making corrections and suggestions and telling her she needs to stick to fact because it's for a newspaper. And so this could be used in a classroom 
very easily to teach a lot about writing. I, it has so much to it. I really, really enjoyed this one. The last uh, book we'll talk about today is another picture book for older children, Rise from Caged Bird to Poet of the People, Maya Angelou. And of course, um, we all know of Maya Angelou and this book introduces her to an, another audience that may not know about her. Yes, this was um, a beautiful picture book biography uh, written by Bethany Hegedus. I'm not sure I've said that correctly, but this would be appropriate for uh, grades four through six and could go, could stretch up or down either way. Um, and there's a very moving forward that is written um, by Maya Angelou's grandson, Colin Johnson. And in it, he shared that uh, Angelou came to believe, my mission in life is not merely to survive, but to thrive and to do so with some passion, some compassion, some humor, and some style. And so it's just beautifully written, which of course we all know what a wonderful writer Maya Angelou was. And so great care was taken both um, in her grandson's foreword and with the author who um, really worked to honor the wordsmith um, of Maya Angelou. It's a beautiful book again, and there's just a little bit of everything in there for a reader. IRW is giving away a copy of this book this week on our Facebook page. So if you visit facebook.com backslash Island Readers and Writers, you can enter our giveaway for a copy of this book. As Director of School Programs, Allison uh, oversees all of our initiatives and programming, and one of them that we are really focusing on is picture books. This is a very exciting area for Ireland readers and writers. Um, a few years back, we connected with the Eric Carle Museum of Picture Book Art, and specifically with Courtney Waring, Director of Education for the Carle. We stumbled across their um, approach to reading picture books called the whole book approach, which was developed um, in concert with Megan Dowd Lambert, who authored a book about this process that's called Reading with Children instead of Two. She crosses out the two in their title. And so we were very excited by the idea that they were looking at a picture book in its whole art form. So really breaking down the anatomy of a picture book and using the visual thinking strategies, which was developed by um, Abigail Housen and Philip Yenowine when they were together at the Museum of Modern Art. Um, so there are some questions involved in the process of visual thinking strategies, otherwise known as VTS, um, and those were pulled into this whole book approach. 
And we were really struck by the idea of engaging children around the artwork and using the three questions, uh, what is going on in this image? Um, you follow that up with, what do you see that makes you say that? And then a third question is, one, what more can we find? And so those three basic questions are really at the foundation of VTS. And we saw great results when we piloted this um, program in some story hours that we were facilitating with some wonderful volunteers um, at the step-by-step -step, uh, child care center in Steuben. And we also had some volunteers working down at the Peninsula School in Coolsboro. Um, and so we really just enjoyed the response that the kids had to this um, practice of reading and have been uh, developing it further. We also offered a training with Courtney for um, teachers in our IRW partner schools. Last summer, we trained our site coordinators in Washington County um, in this process. And more recently, we have done some trainings some professional development trainings for some of our schools in Washington County, including their whole staff. So it's really, we've had great reception from our schools who find this an exciting way to engage their learners. And um, we were focusing on the very early grades, pre-K through second grade. However, we have some schools who are fully embracing this right up through eighth grade because it's a very uh, engaging and interesting way at looking at picture books. How does this technique benefit children? So when you're using VTS, first of all, before you get into what the story is about, you're inviting the children to engage around the image that they are observing without any constraints whatsoever on what they're thinking and what they're seeing. You're inviting them to share their observations. And you, you do this through these series of questions, but you also are allowing every response to be validated as you know a perfect response like there's no wrong answer as to what people are seeing what kids are noticing when they're looking at these pictures and you create a very safe environment for children to share and while doing this uh, kids get to hear other perspectives so they're getting to hear about ideas they may not have thought about themselves. Mm. And because you um, are acknowledging everybody's answer and allowing for every opinion to matter, um, people feel safe in sharing their ideas and then they notice what other people, what other kids are saying and feel safe about 
making those connections between what others are seeing and what they're seeing. Island Readers and Writers is going to continue to work with this method, as Allison mentioned, and bringing it into more schools. So stay tuned um, and follow our social media channels and our e-newsletter for more information about how we are using this technique. Allison, thank you so much for joining me today and sharing with us the picture books that you recommended this summer on our book list. And for more great summer reads, find our complete book list at www.islandreadersandwriters.org. Don't forget to visit our Facebook page starting today, June 17th, for a chance to win a copy of one of Allison's recommendations, Rise, From Caged Bird to Poet of the People, by Bethany Hegedus, illustrated by Tanya Engel. Join me next week with guest Padma Venkatraman, author of the acclaimed middle grade novel, The Bridge Home. Thank you for listening to Forward, a podcast of Island Readers and Writers.